Episode 23, Life is Too Short. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Episode 23 of The John Becker Show. This is a special episode of the show today because I want to honor the memory of the late Kobe Bryant, who, along with his daughter Gianna and seven others, lost their lives in a helicopter crash this past Sunday morning. Our quote of the week is from Kobe Bryant, who once said, Life is too short to get bogged down and be discouraged. You have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other, smile, and just keep on rolling. If you've been listening to The John Becker Show for any length of time, you'll know that I'm a pretty emotional guy, and so I often will let my emotions get the best of me. So I make no promises that I'm not going to get a little choked up during this uh, podcast episode today. I have prepared my notes as best that I can so that I can stay focused and on task. And I'm going to do the best I can to share what I want to share today. Uh, But the emotion is going to definitely come through in my voice. So I'm just going to ask you to bear with me today. I'm sure that there are those of you who are not sports fans and maybe you didn't follow Kobe Bryant's basketball career, and that's okay. But you would have to be living under a rock to not have heard about the tragic accident that took uh, his life and the life of eight other people this past weekend. Quite simply, Kobe Bryant's legend transcends sports. It transcends everything um, in the sports arena. It transcends basketball. It transcends pop culture. Kobe Bryant was internationally known and recognized. He actually grew up for several years in Italy, and uh, Europe is mourning right along with the United States and many other uh, places around the world over the loss of Kobe Bryant. And of course, the most heartbreaking thing about this tragic helicopter accident that happened this past weekend is that Kobe's 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, was on board as well. And two of her teammates, uh, her basketball teammates, were also on the helicopter along with parents. It's ironic that uh, Kobe and his friends were doing something that many of us do on a daily basis. They were carpooling to a kid's sporting event. But while most of us, when we carpool, we'll use a car or a minivan to get to our kids' games, Kobe used a helicopter. And this wasn't an unusual event for Kobe. He flew in a helicopter for most of his 20-year NBA career. He would fly to practices and games. After he retired uh, a few years ago, he started. Uh, he, he continued using that helicopter to fly to his daughter's basketball games and practices on a regular basis. It's just that given his affluence, his resources, uh, he was able to use a helicopter instead of a minivan, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But unfortunately, on January 26th of 2020, Kobe and all the people on that helicopter had an appointment with eternity. In in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 12, it says that no one knows when their hour will come. Truthfully, none of us know the day or the time when our life on earth will end and when we will enter into eternity. So we need to live every day of our life to the fullest because we don't know when it will be over in the blink of an eye. 
And you know what? Kobe Bryant was living his life to the fullest. For those of you who are not sports fans, I'm just going to give you a little bit of information. He was one of the best basketball players of his generation and probably of all time. And he fought hard to continue playing even as his uh, body was starting to break down. He was starting to uh, have injury issues as he got into his late 30s. And when his body finally couldn't handle the rigor and the grind of playing professional basketball, he retired. But in the last four years since his retirement, Kobe turned all of his attention to being the best husband and father that he could be. And of course, he made some mistakes along the way. You cannot tell the story of Kobe Bryant and his career without recognizing that the man did have his faults, as we all do. But today is not the day to address those things, and today isn't necessarily even a day to recognize his incredible accomplishments in basketball, which included five NBA titles, a Most Valuable Player Award, and 18 All-Star Game appearances in his 20 years in the NBA. He additionally won many other accolades. But, as I said, today's not the day to talk about those things. Today is a day to look at the man he had become since his retirement. He was a devoted family man. He was committed to his wife and their four daughters. In fact, Kobe was coaching his daughter's basketball team. He had begun to write a children's book. And he was building his own media company. In fact, in 2018, he won an Academy Award for his animated short film entitled Dear Basketball which was a poetic love letter that he wrote upon his retirement to the sport he loved. I watched that video yesterday for the first time, and it is an amazing video. It's only five minutes long, and it's well worth your time. I would encourage you to watch it, and I'm going to include a link to that video in the show notes. Kobe was only 17 years old when he came into the NBA straight out of high school. He played for 20 years. And he was only 41 years old when he passed away. He was still an athlete in peak physical condition, and he still had that same laser intensity that was virtually unmatched by his peers. He was intent on becoming as big a success outside of basketball as he ever was on the basketball court, and he was accomplishing those things. It's likely that had he survived, he would have had another 40 or 50 years of life in front of him. And we'll never know the influence of his presence and what that influence could have done to change our world. And for that, I'm really sad. But what's even more heartbreaking is the loss of the three young girls on the plane, Kobe's daughter Gianna and two of her teammates, Alyssa Altabelli and Peyton Chester. Speaking as the dad of a 13-year-old daughter myself, This has shaken me up pretty hard. I can't imagine the anguish of the families involved in this tragedy. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that just last week, my own 19-year-old daughter, Sarah, was in a pretty serious car accident. I promised you last week that I would update you on her condition, and I'm going to do that right now. She cracked her sternum, which is her breastbone, And she has some pretty bad bruises and swelling on her leg. But, thank you God so much for protecting her. Sarah slammed pretty hard into the guardrail, 
She spun around and hit the guardrail a second time and then spun out where she came to rest in the middle lane of a three-lane highway. Cars and trucks were whipping past her on either side, and the airbags deployed effectively, and she was protected from what could have been much more serious injuries, or maybe even worse. My friend Tom says that he had a mental image of guardian angels standing on either side of Sarah's car, directing the traffic around her so that she wasn't hit by another vehicle. And it's really amazing that no other vehicles were involved in this accident. Just another example of God's protection. I'm really grateful for that protection over Sarah. Even as I mourn, for the losses experienced by the Bryant family, the Altabelli family, and the Chester family. And we can only wonder why. For those of us who have faith in Jesus Christ as our Savior, we know that God is sovereign and his plans are perfect, even when we can't understand them. And we'll probably never have a full understanding of how God's plan is unfolding in this world, at least not until we enter into eternity. But that's what faith is. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. It says that in Hebrews 11 verse 1. I was encouraged when I read that Kobe and his daughter had attended church in the morning before they boarded their helicopter. I don't know what Kobe's spiritual convictions were. Sometimes we see celebrities who seem to have it all. They have wealth and they have fame. And it's not often that celebrities talk about their own personal or spiritual convictions. And sometimes as quote-unquote regular people, we might tend to feel envy or judgment toward those people. And we might even imagine that they don't know God, but we don't know that. We don't know what the spiritual convictions are of anyone unless they share them with us. But Kobe and his daughter attended Mass and took communion on Sunday morning before they got on that helicopter. And I'm hopeful that Kobe knew Christ and that he was instilling that in his family. And I pray that all the families who are dealing with this horrific loss can feel the peace and comfort that can only come from a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to return to Kobe's quote for a moment. He said that life is too short to get bogged down and be discouraged. You have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other, smile, and just keep on rolling. After retiring from the game that he loved, Kobe kept on moving. He didn't get discouraged, and he embraced the future with a smile, and he kept on rolling. Thank you, Kobe, for setting an example 
of how to transition well in life. Thanks also for the reminder of what's most important, which is being the best parent and spouse that we can be. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. As I close today, I would like to ask you all to take a moment and send out prayers and well wishes to the Bryant family, the Altabelli family, and the Chester family. Also, there were two other families who were tragically impacted by this accident. The Zabayan family and the Mauser family both had family members on board who lost their lives. Tonight, I would encourage you all to take a bit more time to hold your spouses and kids a little bit longer and a whole lot closer. That's all the time we have for this episode of The John Becker Show. I want to thank you for listening. I want to encourage you to reach out to the people you love in your life and just take a moment to let them know how much you care about them. Also, you can head over to Facebook and um, some of the families who lost members in this horrible uh, helicopter crash have Facebook pages where you can just express your condolences. I would certainly encourage you to do that as well. And if you know someone in your own community who is being impacted by the loss of a family member in their own world, let them know you love them, reach out and encourage them, and let them know that you'll do whatever you can to help them through it. Thank you again for listening, and until next week, my friends, have a great week.